Amen. This is a call to all of us. I had a dream, seeing as it's a year to dream, I, had a, I wasn't going to share this, but it kind of fits. I had a dream that, I, that we were, and I felt it represented us as a, as a body. But I was in a home, and I looked around the home, and I knew that we were doing Alpha, but we weren't calling it Alpha. And it was a, it was a room full of um, young Muslims here in the city. And I don't think that means necessarily it might that I'm going to be leading Alpha in the home of, 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 of many Muslims. But I think that means that God is opening up doors for us as a house of prayer to go into homes and preach the gospel. I think God is doing stuff. We're, we prayer walk, um, one of the guys from the church, we prayer walk Central Avenue where, where we meet. And there's a Islamic cultural center and, a, and prayer rooms also across the street. And when we're going by there, we're praying, God, dreams and visions. God, give them dreams and visions that they would see you. And that when they see us, they would see you. All right, on a unre- slightly unrelated note, uh, last week I went skydiving. <laughs> it was a birthday present from my wife because she'd always heard me talk about, like, one day I'm going to go. So she's like, all right, then this is, this is the day. And I was like, What? You're okay with this? And before we're going, I was meeting with, with the tandem partner that I was going to jump with, and he went over the instructions several times. And he was very clear about the instructions and how we were going to do this. And we even practiced on the ground what this was going to be like. Because seriously, when you jump out of a plane at 12,000 feet, a lot of your judgment disappears. And you don't remember things. He's like, yeah, that high. It's really cold, and the wind is going by really fast. So we practiced, and he walked me through the different steps of what we were going to do, and it was really important that I pay attention. Because uh, once we're out of the plane, it's just the two of us. And really, both of our lives are in our hands. And if anybody starts doing something crazy or doing something wrong, we could die. And actually, stuff went crazy, and not because of us, but because of the shoot. But yet, uh, we survived, and it's all good now. <laughs> There's a moment in the Gospels, in, in Luke chapter 10, where Jesus is about to send his disciples out to do something crazy. And he gives them some very clear instruction on what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. And I want us to look there before I can, as we get ready to go out From this place, I want us to go out with the words that Jesus was giving his disciples. He had sent out the 12 a chapter before. He sent out the 12, and now in Luke chapter 10, he's about to send out 72, two by two, to go do some crazy stuff. Let's read it. Luke 10, verse 1. After this, after Jesus had reduced his following by telling them how hard it would be to follow him. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them on ahead of him, two by two, into every town and place where he himself was about to go. And he said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I am sending you out as lambs in the midst of wolves. Carry no money bag, no knapsack, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. 
whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest upon him. But if not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer deserves his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and they receive you, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick in it and say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. When Jesus sent out the 12 before, he sent them out not only to heal the sick, but to cast out demons. And what they were doing, they were announcing the presence of the kingdom. They were announcing the kingdom of God is coming near and they're demonstrating what that looks like. And in Luke chapter 4, we see what that looks like. Jesus says that the, the spirit of the Lord is upon him to bring restoration, to bring pardon of sins, to bring deliverance. That's what I want you to take with you where you go. And he gives them clear instruction. And as if we're going to jump out of an airplane, which is kind of like that, I want us to remember what Jesus is telling them here. As we go to make disciples, this was an agricultural society. So they understood what it meant when, when he talks about the harvest. Everybody lived for the harvest. We talk about the harvest now. We're like, yeah, that's the like I go and I get groceries at the grocery store and it's always in season. No, this was this was a, a particular time that everybody got mobilized. And it was the time that everybody was looking forward to. And it was the time that they had been working. They had been tilling the ground. They had been planting seed, cultivating, watering, waiting, praying that there would be a harvest. And when it was harvest time, everybody moved. It was go time. And Jesus tells his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Jesus doesn't say, pray that there would be a harvest. The harvest is here. Go work. Go do something. And he tells them this. First off, he tells them to go as you are. Don't go get another pair of shoes. Don't go get a bag. Don't go get some more money. Go like you are. So that's what I want to tell you today. Go as you are. The harvest is plentiful. Secondly, he tells them to go quickly. Don't stop and greet people. And he wasn't telling them to be rude. Please understand that. Greet people, smile. But he was, uh, he was addressing the hypocrisy in the culture where they would stop and greet and they would talk even though they didn't want to. You know the times you see those people you don't want to talk to, but you talk to them anyways? That is what he was addressing. And you smile even though you're really upset that they're taking your time? That's, he's addressing the hypocrisy and he's saying, go quickly. You don't have time to lose on hypocrisy. You don't have time to lose on these trivial things. The kingdom is near. And he tells them to go together. So don't go, don't go it alone. Find people to go with you. Find groups to go with you. Find a partner to pray with as you prayer walk your street, as you prayer walk your neighborhood, as you prayer walk a main street downtown. Who knows where God sends you? Listen to the spirit, but go together. He also tells them to go in peace, that wherever they go, they would be taking peace, that they enter a house and they say, peace be on this house. They're going in peace. They're not going looking for arguments. They're not going looking for to make trouble or to prove a point. They're going in peace and bringing peace with them wherever they go, because the kingdom of God is about righteousness or justice, as I like to call it, because anyway, you can translate it either way, justice and joy, peace and power. Take that with you wherever you go and enter a home. And he says, look for the son of peace or a person of peace. Find a person who is seeking the kingdom of God. 
and stay with them. Don't go like, man, let me tell you about Jesus. Pray this prayer with me. All right, see, good, good. All right, let's go. Next, but stay with them and preach the kingdom, demonstrate the kingdom there with them. And the thing is, it's going to affect their whole house, their whole household, their friends, their relatives, their connections. As you stay with people and you preach the kingdom and demonstrate the kingdom of God, his justice, his joy, his power, his peace in that place, it affects the whole household. So he tells them to go in peace and he tells them to go in power. Demonstrating the kingdom of God. And that's what I want to leave you with. And now we're all going to come down to the front and practice those maneuvers together. No, but really. This is really important. This is the mission that God has called us to. And he gave some clear instructions to the disciples. And I believe those apply to us as we go from this from this place to demonstrate and proclaim the kingdom of God. In response to what Pastor Sam has shared, this this summer we are doing 90 days of blessing. In your bulletin you'll find ways that you can be a blessing. We are a place to belong, a place to believe, and a place to become. A place of hospitality, a place of spirituality, and a place of missionality. And we are emphasizing this summer that place of missionality and the opportunity to go, to be called out to go. And so um, in this 90 days of blessing, we are inviting and encouraging us as a congregation. We want to exhort you to look for the opportunities that God has given and will give you to go. I'm asking Pastor Justin Baikweli to pray a prayer of commissioning, and then I'll give a benediction as we close. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, our Father, yes. Mungu Baba Yetu, we thank you this morning for this wonderful day. We thank you for this time opportunity to praise and to raise your name high. Yes. Niwewe tu uliye mungu wetu. Niwewe mungu ambaye uliye dushindia leo asbui. Is you only we came here to praise and to worship. Now we are going to go to our regular businesses for our regular family. We need your peace. We need your spirit. We need everyone here to be covered with your blood. And if we go, we need to go with you, God, so we can make disciples for your kingdom. Now and forever. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just open your hands if you would. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With hands open, I stand before you. And before the Lord, to whom all honor and glory is due. And I pray now that you, people of God, that you might be filled afresh today with the immeasurable love of God the Father, the irresistible mercy and grace of Jesus Christ the Son flow into your life. And may the inexhaustible 
strength, comfort, power, hope of the Holy Spirit. Flood your soul today. As we go from this house to our homes, I pray. That as we go to make disciples of all nations, that the banner of His favor and goodness will be over each and every one of your lives and households. And until we gather again, either in this house or in our eternal home, I bless you, people of God, to go now in His peace. His justice and His joy in the name of Jesus. And now, God, as a people, we prepare our hearts to fellowship together, to receive all of the bounty of good goodness that You have given to us through the food that we will enjoy. Those who've labored so hard to prepare it for us, bless them a hundredfold for that which they have poured out. And bless our time of fellowship together. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, Amen. Amen.